Hello, welcome to the student pod. My name is Katie Zentgraf. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this beautiful podcast. My name's Marissa. Hello, everyone. Um, I use she, they pronouns, and I am a history of art and architecture major here at UCSB. This is our special guest, Gabby. Hello. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hi, my name is Gabby. I'm a fourth year communication major. I'm also a transfer student. So it's my second and last year here at UCSB. Fun fact, I'm actually from Santa Barbara. So I uh, grew up here, went to school here, went to community college here. Now I'm at UCSB. I never left. I think it's time I got kicked out. Um, <laughs> here I am. And you're still not leaving too because you got into the grad program, right? I didn't get into a grad program here. I got into oh. a program at USC. And oh, I'm, nice. Um, so I'm going to be moving to LA either in July or August. And I don't even know like how to comprehend like a bigger city. Like I'm going to have to learn more freeways than just the 101. You're, we're going to be 30 minutes away from each other, girly. Um, Where are you from? Um, I'm from the LA area, specifically Arcadia, Pasadena. Oh, yeah. Um, but I live near USC, um, more so UCLA, but eh, more or less, but yeah, no, that's without without traffic. It's really like 10 to 15 minutes from each other. (laughs) (laughs) When is there not traffic is the real question, but we're so happy. Yeah. And we're so happy you're on the podcast. Um, first and foremost, we like to ask this question every time a guest is on the pod, whether or not they're transferred or not. Um, but being a transfer student, I always ask, why did you choose UCSB? Definitely. Um, I went to Santa Barbara City College, which is the city college here in Santa Barbara. <laughs> and I also went to Allen Hancock College, which is the next nearest community college in Santa Maria. And with my family being in both Lompoc and Santa Barbara, I really wanted to choose somewhere where I was still close to them. And I'm also a first-generation student, so I don't really know that much about college. And from high school, I would visit UCSB literally all the time for Mesa programs, uh, which is an after-school club that we had. Very STEM-based, very funny because I'm not even a STEM major on communication. But <laughs> I, I would visit the campus very often, so UCSB felt very like safe and well-known, a place that's very academically recognized. So I think kind of just checked off all the marks for me um and here I am but I think for myself um as a tour guide when we talk about why we choose UCSB because I'm also a tour guide for UCSB when we talk about why we chose UCSB we also talk about why we stayed at UCSB um and I really it's the environment like everybody's so friendly like I could just go up to a group of people and just talk to them and it's gonna be like I've known them all my life um so just having that space where I can really be myself and find that community is really what led me to stay here I'm kind of curious um since you grew up in Santa Barbara and you went to all of education grew up here whatnot um in the area do you think that that like friendly environment is something that's unique to UCSB in our campus and the community we have or is that just like a, a local area thing like a Santa Barbara thing or do you think that on campus it kind of is a specific there's like a difference I think there is a difference at UCSB. Um, I feel like with Santa Barbara as like a city, it's not entirely like 
diverse in terms of like um, ethnicities and income levels, things like that. But at UCSB, I feel like because of diversity, that really leads people to like find their like niche groups and, you know, spread out and like learn more about others. Um, So I think it really is just like a UCSB thing. Um, Also because we're like all centered in like this edge of Santa Barbara. So we're all like very close to each other. That really leads us to like, you know, go hang out at their house or go to the beach or hang out in the library. So I just think where we're situated also really helps a lot with like the friendly culture that we have. Awesome. And speaking of on campus, um, I also love asking this question because I want to find new places to go on campus because I'm a hermit and I don't really go to me. I I don't really go to many places um considering last episode we were talking about like the engineering side and what's it called Brent Hall Brent Hall yeah every single time yeah and literally last two episodes it's apparently a place I need to go to um but what is your favorite place building on campus either to study to hang out oh to hang out definitely I love the lagoon side of the university center I'm not sure if that's okay. been mentioned by anybody before, but for as long as I've been here, which is only like two years, really not that long, but for as long as I've been here, every time I want to hang out with my friends, we just kind of find ourselves meeting on the lagoon side of the university center. Uh, we'll grab like a Starbucks and just find a chair, a table, and just hang out there no matter the weather. Um, I've made some really great memories with like my roommates and we would go get coffee and hang out there. Um, other friends, it just feels like a, such a nice like so pretty very picturesque um but also the starbucks is very nearby yes of course gotta be near the coffee (laughs) i I love the lagoon side of the of the university university center it feels very college to me when i'm like laying out on the lawn i'm like oh this is what i wanted when i like picked to come here i'm like oh like this like there's a starbucks and like the library and everything's kind of close and like the bookstores in there so that's a good answer um my second, my second favorite spot though is um, in the hub, like those booths, the booths are. Except they're always taken, so you really have to like scope out to see like. You really- get one of those places, you know, you're staying there the entire day because yeah, there's a my plug. <laughs> they're they're really comfortable. Like you're staying there, <laughs> you can't get up. <laughs> I have never gotten a booth at the at the UCEN. I've seen them before. Like one time, I I had like an awkward break between classes, so I would go and sit in the in the UCEN, but usually on the second floor. So when I went to that lower like level in the hub area, I honestly had never really spent a lot of time there at all. And I was looking around. I was like, people are studying at these booths. What have I been doing? I've been like fighting for the the red booths in the second floor of the library, which isn't going to happen either. But on that day, they were pretty open. So I honestly should try to go there sometime. And then whenever I do find a, a chair there or a table booth there, um, I always eat at Root Burger. And I plug Root Burger to literally everybody because I feel like there's not a line. And if people really knew about it, there'd be a line. So here's my simple plug. You can get a burger, fries, and drink for like nine bucks. And it's like a fat burger too. So I, I always plug it. <laughs> I've had the I've had Root Burger, I think, before too. I think I got um I'm like somewhat vegetarian, but I got their like pesto grilled cheese and it was so good. And they have sweet potato fries. Oh my gosh. So I can second that, honestly. today it's really good have you had i have not simply because i'm not really a burger fan um on the over time i've got sick of burgers burgers whatever they're called um 
anyway, but I will definitely check them out because I'm always end up eating on campus one way or another because I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm you my EP going to the Arbor to get sandwiches. <laughs> I've given up on the Arbor. Why is everything like ten dollars or more? Like, explain that to me. I don't understand. No, yeah, like the same sandwich at the Arbor, I think is like a dollar more expensive than like the same sandwich at Tanaya Market. Yeah, I get usually like the wraps and the one at Tanaya is like $6 and the one at Arbor is like nine something. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's a here. It really is. Yeah. Uh, he has like a meal plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I wish. I know, I do have a meal plan, um, which is interesting. But Gabby, you mentioned you are a tour guide on campus. I kind of wanted to hear more about how you're involved on campus. I mean, I know, but uh, <laughs> listeners at home, um, how are you involved? Oh, yeah. Um, so I do have a couple involvements on campus right now. Let me just list them. <laughs> the first one, is, I'm a campus tour guide for our admissions office. Uh, the second one, I'm a resident assistant for continuing and transfer student housing. Um, <laughs> I'm also a course reader uh, for the school, which is like a teaching assistant, but without a section. Um, and then I'm also a research assistant in the, I know, I know, I'm also a research assistant in the Department of Communications. So I, I, I dabble. <laughs> she dabbles in yeah. everything. <laughs> so I need one of those things, actually. I take what I said back. Um, that's incredible. You are very, very involved in a lot of different areas. That's awesome. Yeah. I figure, you know, I only have two years here. I gotta, I gotta squeeze everything in. Last year, I was a little bit involved in associated students, like one of their committees, the, co the community affairs board. I kind of just helped out, like helped out with like, their volunteer week, which is going on right now. Um, and then I just kind of was a helping hand wherever needed. Um, so I was a little, a little bit of an associated student. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I right now my head's spinning because like you could not see me doing that. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I'm already stressed, and I make social media content for a living. Um, <laughs> no, but, but honestly, like I love, I'm I'm a social butterfly. Okay, I love being involved, and if yeah. there's like any opportunity that like gives me the chance to talk to other people I'm like say less I'm in and if it happens to pay then awesome too um but yeah and then I'm always like you know what it wouldn't hurt to try and so then I try it and then I end up liking it so then I can't leave um so yeah, that, I think I have the same problem honestly I feel like I'm involved in too many things but <laughs> you are involved in a lot of things I gotta be honest <laughs> you do this podcast you're your resident assistant too I am a resident assistant too. I actually wanted to kind of hear about your experience as a resident assistant because you are in which community? Yeah, I'm in the San Joaquin Villages. It's the one right behind Santa Catalina. Um, so it's more for like third year, fourth year and transfer students. Um, and it's it's really exciting because um, everybody, I like all my residents are basically like my age. Um and also a lot of them are transfer students. So when they come to me for like advice, like, oh my gosh, Gabby, what do I do with like this financial aid question or um, this class I need, this prerequisite I need? I'm like, I got you. I got you. Go to the transfer student center. They have academic advisors and like they never have a line because most people go to like the College of Letters and Science adv advisors. 
when the transfer student center academic advisor is also a college letters and science advisor sorry tangent um but just me being able to help out in like their experience uh, towards like the second half of their university experience is really rewarding um i also like that they're a teensy bit more independent actually i like they're they're a lot more independent so when i talk to like first year residents hall RAs, i feel like y'all y'all are approached with a lot of like little questions about little matters and maybe question mark on that <laughs> um but for us um they sometimes they don't talk to me unless like something's like really serious is going on and by then I'm like oh shoot gotta gotta bring in the professional staff um but that, that's my experience yeah I definitely I work for um I'm also a resident assistant but I work at Santa Cruz Hall so I'm kind of in like a predominantly first year um student community and you definitely get like those those little questions that like I don't mind them at all like I I love working with first years that's why I wanted to stay here but it's not for everybody like a lot of people do one year in like the first year residence halls and then like get me out but I'm really happy you found a like community that's that you can relate to and you can specifically help in that way because I don't know I wouldn't be the best person suited for that at all but like I (laughs) there's just like random stuff you have to do I feel like with first years that you're like how did this go through your head like what (laughs) Or, like, you get into a situation that's, like, what is going on? But it's just, like, mind-boggling. It's that, like, in- lack of independent, like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's my, like, first time away from home ever. Like. Oh, yeah. And then they go, like, they go, like, all crazy because, like, they're living away from home for the first time. And it's, like, I can do whatever I want. And then they're <laughs> sick in the commuter restroom. <laughs> but sometimes they're, like, I can do whatever I want. Is like, I'm going to stack all of my furniture in my room just because. And then it's, like, what? what's going on? And then. Or there's like vomit in the halls, like it's just like stuff like that. I'm like, guys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but then also with with my experience as a resident assistant, it's kind of funny because I, when they first sent out like the preference of whether I wanted residence halls or apartments, I put down that I wanted residence halls, um, because as a transfer student, I know that I didn't get the opportunity to live in a residence hall, so I thought if I could, um, choose that option of being a residence hall, I would kind of get like like the experience of living in a residence hall and having yeah. a dining common plan and communal restroom and all that fun stuff but fun quotation marks stuff um, but then I, I got placed in apartments and that that itself that itself was a blessing in disguise like I I love it here I love my team my I love my the the, the studio they gave me so <laughs> yeah honestly I have I've been in my RA's apartment um it's so nice oh my gosh dude it's tempting it really is tempting um i'm not personally an ra um i will technically quote unquote be an ra over the summer um but it's not a part of the school it's part of a third party program um so i'm going to be an ra for um high school and middle school students while they're taking college classes uh so that's going to be an experience <laughs> to say the least but i'm excited um but yeah, I'm I'm just hoping it, you know there isn't random grub in the middle of all. <laughs> just with you probably won't. But if you need anything, I'll be in the community. I'm so excited for you to take on this role. Is there any like anything you're nervous about, Marissa? Or like, not really. I they've pretty much explicitly explained like how it's going to go, and um, also we have like four to five day training prior to them moving in. 
that I get paid for, which is great. Um, so I'm pretty much set in terms of that. But there's also just like the nervousness. I've never been in a resident hall or lived in a residence hall, so there's that. Um, but yeah, you might be in. Do you know what building you're in? You might be in. Santa I'm Cruz. in Santa Cruz, dude. Yeah, so you. I think you are in Santa Cruz. It's this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I think I know what program it is. Um, is it like the summer discovery one? Yeah. Yes, I saw an application for that on a handshake, and I'm like, I totally should. Um, you totally was, should. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was, I was thinking, but also I might be moving in July, so I don't know if there's space. But I saw, I saw it. I'm like, oh, how cool that would give me a chance to live in the residence halls, and then work with like high school students, and you know, yeah, you get paid to, you literally get paid to like babysit which i'm I'm here for <laughs> no yeah, i saw that too that like you get housing and you get a paycheck i yes. only get housing and, and food <laughs> and you get a meal plan too um yeah so you don't have to pay for food or housing and they pay you to be there also they pay for transportation for like weekend activities and events um so we'll yeah they were saying that we're going to be like going to places downtown and the beach and probably some other fun places for the kids um yeah and i also get to do fun events so i get to make them do stuff that i want to do you know you know activities activities (laughs) i can relate to that exactly You all like, have like a really old car and you have like one of those like FM like radio transmitters to yeah. your Bluetooth and it's like waiting for Perry. Yes, that was good. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I think I've heard it enough times. Literally higher. I know when I get into my car, it says, oh, 911 assist is set to off. And I'm like, Ugh. And it takes my, turns my music off to say that. And I'm always like, yeah. it's always like during like the good part of the song, like the course but also like who are those people and how much are they getting paid to do that audio because it gets played so much but i bet it was like such a small thing like a small gig they get they get royalties every time you turn on your car literally okay anyways back to the important (laughs) all right since uh today's episode well this month actually we're dedicating it to uh transfer students um both Gabby and I are transfer students, um, and I love chatting with my fellow transfer buddies because I feel like we all have kind of like a similar, I don't know, experience of transferring. But for you personally, how was your transfer experience transferring to the school um, yeah. from your community college? So I'm always like super grateful that I went to community college when I talk with friends who I've been here for all four years some of them do wish they had started with community college first and the thing that I liked most about it is the flexibility in it um I started community college as a business administration major I'm a comm major now I took one accounting course and I'm like no this is not it for me I hate numbers (laughs) um but the process to switch majors was literally just changing like a little icon on like the student portal that we had at my community college and that was my change of major process when I became a communication major, I had to stay an extra year at community college. So I was there for three years and then I transferred here and, um, and yeah, like it, it was pretty seamless because I was, I also did the tag, which is a transfer admission guarantee. I complete like a certain number of units and have a certain GPA, you get guaranteed admission. Um, so I, I guess I kind of robbed like the 
like the specialness of receiving your admission letter because I'm like, oh, okay, like I knew I was gonna get in, like <laughs> not really special. Well, I oh, so I also did tag for UCSB, mm-hmm. um, but I even though they say transfer admission guarantee, I know some people that would do it and they wouldn't get in, but they would get into another UC. Um, and I was told by a professor from a community college that, uh, kind of the, if you don't necessarily meet, or if it's an impacted major, that's another big thing, is if you don't meet the requirements or it's impacted, um, they still have to accept you, but it may not necessarily be the UC that you, like, wanted your first choice. Um, but there is, like, a certain amount of, like... If you have, like, all the requirements, you do get offers from other UCs. Um, apparently, that's the fun fact. Um, but, yeah, no, I love TAG, and I f- don't feel like community college students use it enough. Like, very few people know about it. It's so wild to me. Um, and it's like, really just, like, an extra application that takes, like, 15 minutes. It- <laughs> yeah. So I tell visitors like about it on my tours and um, when I tell them about like my experience getting from from community college to UCSB and mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh like how'd you find out about tag I'm like just talk to like your counselors whatever school like you're at even, yeah. even in high school they know, they know about it um it's always a great alternative if you feel like you're not ready to to attend like a university yet to go to community college first I mentioned this before um first generation I didn't know I wanted to go to college until like my junior year of high school um so I went to community college who I'm like I don't I don't know what I want to do I don't know I really don't know the first thing about college I just want to you know that's completely fair yeah yeah um so I'm super grateful I took that path and one thing I didn't know about the transfer experience at UCSB is that one third of our campus are transfer students and it will always be that way there's like some deal with like the UCSB in like the state of California where like we don't have one third transfer students they get some I don't know, money cut off. I don't know what the deal is, but I know we're like required to have a third yeah. of a community be transfer students. And I didn't know that but until on my classes, I was sharing. They're like, oh, me too. I'm a transfer student too. I'm a transfer student too. Um, so I really like finding that community here. No, it's, su- it's super good. And I will say there is so many transfer students here. It's wild. I mean, maybe it's just because like, I'm I'm attracted to to those groups of people because most of my friends are transfer students, um, but yeah, I know that um quite a few of the UCs have agreements with the state of California. Like it's not um I know UCLA also has it. Uh, fun fact: um UCLA's uh, student campus, um quite a few of them are transfer student uh, transfer population. So um fun fact um that no one wanted to know, but. There you go. Well, I, I, got, uh, I got listed there, but that was like a blessing in disguise because then I got here and I, I don't think I, I can't imagine myself anywhere else. Like really, like I I really feel like I just like, you know, uh settle in fine here. Like I found my I found my space, um, I found my people, my my academic environment that's really supportive. And these are all things that I'm sure like any student transfer or not would want in a university. Exactly. Um, and speaking of like transfer uh, transfer students on campus, do you feel um, like the school UCSB does a good job in like accommodating us? Um, what are some things that you use on campus that's like transfer oriented? 
Yeah, I know that we, I do feel like very accommodated on campus as a trans student. I would say I feel more accommodated than like, in terms of classes, I feel more accommodated than like a first year student would because of the process and getting our pastimes. Like, yes, your first quarter here, you get like the bottom of the barrel because all the continuing students like pick their classes first. But in that second quarter, it goes based off of like the, the, the number of terms you've been in college in general. So because we have this experience in community college, we have more terms and we get a higher pastime. Um, so I have, because I've been in community, I was in community college for three years and this is my, this is my last year at UCSB. I have a sooner pastime than some of my friends who have been here like since freshman year, four years. So fun fact there. And that's how I feel coming like in the class environment. Also like um, in my classes when we do like a little icebreaker thing, like, oh, are we from Northern California, Southern California? Um, they also ask like, is anybody here a transfer student? And that just makes me feel really like welcome to know like my professors are aware that there's a transfer student population in the class from the get-go. Um, that's how it is in the academic environment. In terms of resources, I love, love, I love the Transfer Student Center. And I will recommend them to everybody. Um, they do so many events. I think my first first year, last year, <laughs> last year they had like a bowling event, ice skating. They had a journal painting event. Um, let's see. They had like pizza, mocktails, they, um, one of the academic advisors was selling Girl Scout cookies for, for, I think it was their daughter probably. Um, but I bought some there too. Solid. Um, solid. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> Great space to hang out, honestly. Um, and they have academic advisors. If I have a question, I go to them. Like, I don't go to like the college letters and science advisors. I don't go to my department advisors unless like it's a comp specific question. Um, I go to the Transfer Student Center academic advisors because they they know that I didn't do like any of my general education here. They know that I like all the lower divisions, they were done elsewhere. And so they don't ask me silly questions like, oh, you don't fulfill this requirement. I'm like, yes, I do. I did it somewhere else. Um, so they, they, I love them. I love the support. Um, but yeah, that's in terms of resources and academics how I feel supported as a transfer student. That's awesome. I really like that you like, incorporated day-to-day -day stuff that your professors can do as well. Like not just you going out of your way to go to the transfer student center, but also like things that people can do on a day-to-day -day basis to make you feel seen. Like your professors or you work as an RA. So I assume you do that for your, your population day-to-day, -day, but that's really awesome. I also had no idea that a third of our student population was transfer students. So I'm learning a lot in this conversation and I really appreciate it. Yeah. And um, I also say on my tours that even though I've only been here for two years, I feel like I've had the experience of a student who has been here for four years, just with all the things I've been able to get involved in, all the all the opportunities I've had. Um, so if I'm able to do that in two years, imagine what somebody else is able to do in four years, or imagine what somebody else is able to do in two years, um, just like just like me. I feel like some some transfer students, especially those who have been like in community college for a while, when they come to uh, the university, they might feel like, oh, I just want to get my bachelor's and get out of here. Like I've been in college long enough or like they, they're just focused on like the angle that they forget about like the journey. And I've had a great time at the university. I, and 
I really want other transfer students to have that too, to know that they're they're able to get involved to like the fullest as transfer students. Exactly. Um, I was just gonna ask about um your grad program you mentioned you got into. Congrats again. Um, if you want to share a little bit about that, um, what university, what program? Are you excited? How are you feeling? I want to go to grad school myself, but like the process of it is so uncharted like I don't know anything about it so I'm really curious how that process was for you um so I'm not going to grad school for like communication uh which I feel like when I talk about how I got admitted people think oh are you going to continue communication um no I apply to programs that specialize in like higher education policy higher education administration I applied to four schools. I made sure the four schools that I applied to didn't require the GRE for the program because I am not about to take another standardized test. I am super anti that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I concur. So, <laughs> absolutely. I could not do that. Um, so I applied to four schools, applied to the University of Washington, um, San Diego State University, UCLA, and USC. Um and the process to applying, um, some required like just two letters of recommendation, some required three letters of recommendation. And I think that was like the hardest part is like finding out like what professors can write your letter of recommendation or or staff that you've worked with. Um, luckily, I had one professor at the end of a class I took. It was a writing for teaching professions. It was for my minor. Um, oh, I didn't mention I have a minor, but yeah, I have a minor in teaching English to speakers of other languages, TESOL for short. Um, so I took a class writing for teaching professions, and at the end of the quarter, the professor, Professor Christine, uh, he said, if anybody ever needs a letter of recommendation, reach out to me. And I'm like, noted, noted. Uh, so I did, and he wrote an amazing one. Like, he sent it to me before he, like, sent it in, which I know a lot of professors don't do. And I'm like, bro this can make a grown man cry like beautiful language <laughs> like is this true or is this just like a like a little um generic one that you made and you just kind of play my name in <laughs> but I'm grateful for, for his letter of recommendation I also had um Dr. Tammy Afifi in the communication department write me a letter of recommendation because I uh, she's a faculty advisor that I'm on the research project with um Lover. And then I had one of my professional staff as a resident assistant also write me letter recommendation. So once I got all the three down, I'm like, yes, okay, diversity. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's how I did that. And then the personal statements and the statement of purpose, a lot of writing. Those are two different things. Um, I didn't know the personal statement and the statement of purpose were two different things until UCLA asked for both. Um, and I'm an awful writer despite being a communication major. So I went to CLAS and I met with Kirsten. She's a full-time staff there and she really helped me write my statement of purpose and personal statements. So I, I owe that to her. Yeah. So that was the process. Just those two big things, everything else, which is like sending in transcripts. Oh, I, yeah, I, <laughs> me and grad school are not going to be buddies for a while. Um. I'm personally planning after my BA to take a gap year um, because for those of you who don't know, I'm an art history major and your girl has never been out of the country, which is, it's just not good. You know, I'm 
an art history major and i have not been out of the country like what's up with that you guys um so i'm planning on taking a gap year also going into the study abroad program mayhaps um and that's kind of where we're going but i am super excited for you gabby it sounds so much fun and i'm so glad you got into usc i have friends at usc um and they absolutely love it there it's also a semester system which i'm sure because i know you may have may not have had that at community college yeah so yeah. i personally love the semester system so and because i've had it before it's it you know um it's it's not really too bad of a transition um but what are your thoughts on it do you like the quarter system better or do you miss the semester system yeah um so i like them both in different ways i'm really grateful to go back to a semester system especially for a master's program just because there will be a capstone project that i'll have to do and i feel like the semester system gives me me more time mm -hmm. um it also gives me more time to really like engage in my classes I exactly like order system everything is just go 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 from day one and when I share about my experience with the quarter system on my tours um I always give like my list of pros and cons my cons is that one my first quarter here oh my gosh I struggled like I I fall quarter my first fall quarter was a fever dream like I just I was so getting used to the, the environment and taking like my first university level courses and um yeah and just seeing how fast everything went like professors like actually expect you to do like the reading which is crazy because I, I guess I just got really lucky at my community college but I feel like you can plus most of my community college experience is over a pandemic so I feel like, like you can get by not doing the readings but in here that did not slide because in section comes around the TA starts asking questions and you're like I don't know um but then my pros um I got well adjusted to the campus um, after my first quarter and something that I really appreciate about the quarter system is that if I hate a, hate a class like hate a class it'll be done in a few weeks I'll never have to think about it again out of sight out of mind but then if I love a class I have more chances to take classes like with that department or with that professor throughout the school year yeah and I so like amplify what you just said about if you have a bad class or a bad like professor that you just don't vibe with I had a class recently that I just the professor was actually totally fine totally like good providing whatnot they just embodied like they reminded me of my cousin so much that I do not like like I do not like this cousin that I could not go to class <laughs> not get Is my cousin, cousin watching this <laughs> no my cousin watching this like no she would have no idea but I literally like can't stand this cousin and she just was her like my professor was basically her and I couldn't sit and listen to it like I really couldn't she like mentioned that she was a millennial probably every minute and I just like couldn't I couldn't go oh, so she was one of those Ooh. I was just so <laughs> grateful that she was only like the I was so grateful for the quarter system in that moment so I totally totally understand what you're saying yeah. Even though I haven't had a semester system college experience yet I'm definitely more so on like the semester system I guess for my major I'm like more used to having time to like write and also to read and like prepare properly you can't really do that in the quarter system like right now I have to read like 300 pages a week um and take like eight quizzes and a bunch of other fun stuff and 
if I were in the semester system, it'd be like a lot more manageable. Um, because professors, those three hundred pages would be over the course of a few weeks, not just one. Um, but also, again, I'm I feel like I've grown to the uh, quarter system too, because it's just you know because it's so fast. Um, it kind of makes you get stuff done quicker, which mm-hmm. I feel like if you become a procrastinator like me, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, it really keeps you on your toes. Like, you know, yeah, you. You have no excuse not to get something done because you know it's going to be due soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of which, midterm's coming up, you guys. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I just started. Like, my first, okay, we're what? Week, we're week three now, huh? Yeah. Um, week still, don't, don't count for me because I had COVID. Uh, so, <laughs> to feel like I'm going back into society week three, this is my week one. And people were talking about midterms already. I... Well, it's not me. It was my professor today. She's like, you're going to need your midterm proposal by next week. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm not excited. Like, midterm what? No. (laughs) Talking about midterms as, like, a graduating senior, I'm like, this means we're halfway, we're at the halfway mark towards, like, me being in the school. Uh, I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of the school, like, kicking and screaming. I don't want to (laughs) leave. But, yeah, I'm like I I don't want to think about the end. I feel like I just got here. That's wild. I can't believe it's spring quarter in general, but the fact that it's like midterms, I am not ready for midterm season this quarter. Like I have not processed. The sun has been out. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go outside. Like today, I literally went outside the entire day. I I just got back to my like residence hall. I'm not re- like I just my brain is not dialed in this quarter, and I need to I need to because it's week three. Like time is not gonna stop for me to take a break. Right. So, quarter system things. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the sun today. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I also spent some time outside. Um, luckily I'm I'm indoors and we're on Zoom, so you can't see how red my face actually is. But I really, (laughs) I really embrace the sun today. Um, because honestly, the the weather we've been having, absolutely not. Like people ask me, they're like, Gabby, is this weather normal for Santa Barbara? Like, no, it is not. Like I cannot think of any other year in my life where I've had to deal with the train. And you have experience because you've been here where I'm like, I don't know, this is a Santa Barbara thing. I don't know. I'm from the desert. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was beautiful today. I went tide pooling and there was like 10 octopus out there and it was really awesome. So everyone go outside while it's getting sunny. Touch grass. Go touch, touch grass. Touch grass. I went it was beautiful. And I just want to end this podcast by thanking Gabby to, for joining us today. I loved chatting with you. And for anyone who would like to be a guest on the podcast, please look us up on Instagram at UCSB students. We would love to have you on the podcast. Um, Hopefully we can get our LGBTQ plus girlies, guys, and fun, fun friends on the podcast um, because we'd love to support you. And if you guys are just interested in, you know, just listening to us where you can find us wherever you find your podcast specifically spotify right now but um wherever you find your podcasts uh please listen to the student pod and we thank you for joining us today yeah bye bye